0: This is Maureen Kafkis, the Brain BS Coach, here to tell you about the episode today. So this is a special episode I'm doing because I turned 60. Yes, I am starting out my 60s and I'm celebrating and I'm going to be celebrating for the rest of the year. And it got me thinking about how we have to hold space for ourselves as we age and all the things that come up as we get older. And I decided in this episode, I'm going to focus on turning 60, planning for retirement, and how it's time to redefine our relationships when we get older. So sit back, settle in. This is a good one for you. Episode number 145, Holding Space for Ourselves as We Age. Do you want more out of your life but not exactly sure what that might be? Are you longing for something but can't quite put your finger on what it is? That is the universe speaking to you and it is time to listen up. I'm your host, Maureen Kafkis, the Brain BS Coach. I created the Brain BS Podcast to help people define what success means to them and show them how to get it. I help you to let go of fear and doubt and prepare your nervous system for success. I show you how to understand your own energy and to trust yourself to make all the decisions. If you are ready to go inward and stop looking outside yourself for all the answers, this is the podcast for you. Now let's get started. Hello and welcome back to the Brain BS Podcast. I am happy to be here today. I'm looking forward to doing this episode because I think that what I'm going to talk about in here is really important and I don't think that everybody is really understanding it. So first of all, no complaining about turning 60, okay? That is craziness when we complain about getting older. I understand it's not fun to watch our bodies go south, to not look the way that we used to, but... It is way more fun to be above ground than underground, and we really, really have to understand this, okay? No more complaining. Excitement, joy, gratitude. I am so grateful that I'm healthy and whole and able to celebrate my birthday with all my loved ones, all my friends, and in my case, a lot of birthday celebrations because I like to have my my celebrations separate i actually prefer to keep my friends apart and enjoy them and the dynamic that we have when we're in our small group i just find that more meaningful and it's more comfortable for me so that means i am going to be celebrating 60 the entire year and it's already getting on my husband's nerves (laughs) i had a party this weekend i had anthony the guitar player i have his number if anybody needs it i'll put it in the show notes he's so fun He plays like Bruce Springsteen, Bob Seger, Tom Petty, like all the, he plays for four hours and it was a blast. And I literally danced for four hours. It was so fun. And I only invite people who really love to sing and dance to see Anthony because it's not as much fun when I have a group of people off to the side that aren't participating. So anyway, 60 was really fun. I'm really excited about it. I'm using it as a catalyst to literally change everything in my life. I am not the same person as I sit here today as I was last year at this time. I have been very bold in setting boundaries and making myself a priority and remembering who I was before I got married. I am planning adventures for myself. I have big plans this year. I'm going to do a lot of exciting things. I'm going to push myself out of my comfort zone. And I'm going to get comfortable being uncomfortable. Even I should say even more more comfortable being uncomfortable because I already do a lot of stuff that kind of pushes me out of the zone now. But because of all this work that I've done this last year it really is time to push myself more because none of this stuff is really making me nervous anymore or scared. So that's a sign that I'm not pushing enough. Anyway, it's very exciting time. I love turning 60. I actually think that the next decade is going to be the best one of my life so far. I know my 50s was. It was a very painful decade at the beginning when I lost my dad and I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do and I was lost and stuck and I just kept trying to take the path of least resistance and play small. And it turns out that I wasn't destined for that at all. That I have much bigger plans and I plan on having a bigger impact on the world and making a contribution and sharing my authenticity and originality in a way that nobody else can possibly do. So it's very exciting, Um, but I'm not going to talk too much about my work here or the course that accidentally got deleted on Wix this past um, week. So I have to start over bringing it together so it's not going to be finished by um, my birthday tomorrow, like I was thinking. By the time you listen to this, it won't be tomorrow anymore because the birthday's on the June 27th and this is coming out on the 28th, I believe. Redoing it, and I'm actually really looking at it as a gift because this one is much more concise It's more to the point, it's more impactful. And then I have all these other ideas that came along with it. So it's very exciting, but I'll talk about that another time. So let's move on. I mean, I could talk a lot about 60, but yeah, no, let's move on to retirement because I can't believe how many people are talking about retirement and not knowing what to do. And here's the thing. I know it's called retirement and it sounds like it's going to be a passive time, but there is nothing passive about retiring. It's really a very proactive decision and a plan that you have to make in order to create what you want. If you're married or you have a partner, you're going to have to be on board with that other person for figuring out what you both want. And maybe it's not the same thing. I can tell you for sure that my husband thought our retirement was going to look totally different than it is because I'm not retiring. (laughs) I'm just getting started and I'm having a blast and I love it. And this is like one of my biggest priorities in life is to continue working and to um, try to help as many people as I can. He, on the other hand, has been working at his family business and he's ready to step back and he's he's ready to like have some fun and freedom and do whatever he wants and and travel and try to get me to go golfing, which is never going to happen. So he's working on the the golf thing now. But, you know, bottom line is it's I'm a different person than he thought he was going to be with at this age. He never dreamt that I would end up getting certified as a life coach and starting an online company when I was actually terrified of computers. So we could have never predicted how our lives are playing out. But that my life is playing out this way because I'm going big. And it's and it's going big in a way that might not look big to you, but it's big to me. The fact that I do everything online now and I didn't even know how to use computers back back at the beginning of my 50s, in my early 50s. So retirement is something that you have to plan for. It's something that you have to make decisions on. It's uncomfortable sometimes because then you have to tell other people that you're retiring and maybe they don't want you to. Or it's going to impact them when you do. Or the dreaded, the partner is going to be at home all the time now with you if you work at home like I happen to, which is not uh, uh, a good thing for somebody who likes to be alone. I'm a 2-4 splenic projector in human design. So that means I'm a hermit and an opportunist. But when it's time for me to be a hermit, it is time for me to be a hermit. And my husband is not a hermit. So that's going to be an adjustment that we have to deal with. I used to think like when he retired that I should be, you know, like he better have things to do because I'm going to be at home and I need the space at home and I need to work. And it occurred to me that that I don't have to be at home. I could find a place in a space to work and then he could have home for a change since he hasn't had it all these years during the day. So you really have to get creative, and this kind of ties into the last thing that I was going to talk about on the podcast today, which is redefining your relationships. You kind of have to figure out what works as you get older, because we change. I've been married to Bob for 20 years now. I'm not the same person, I don't have the same goals, I don't have the same aspirations, I don't even enjoy doing the same things that I did then. And I have like really big plans to focus on my work, the contribution I can make to society, getting people to collaborate and support one another. So, how you know, how is he supposed to deal with that? How do How do we decide how we move forward when we're both, kind of in opposition about some things well I can tell you the one one way that we don't move forward and this happens all the time in marriages is that you just don't talk about it we have to you have to talk about it if you want to do something different if you're sitting over there thinking that your partner, like you just don't want to be with them anymore. You just don't think this is going to work out. You just don't have that much fun anymore. And you're, you just have bigger, you have other plans and things that you want to do moving forward. And you don't even make an effort and you don't even speak up and you don't even give your relationship a chance. Well, that's what leads to divorce. Okay, And if it's not divorce, then it's two people in a home very unhappy with one another, resentful of one another, and not really um, truly enjoying a successful and fulfilling marriage. While it might seem when people speak up and they talk about getting therapy or getting coaching and working at their relationship, that that's a sign that a marriage is in trouble, it's actually the complete opposite. It's a sign that that marriage is a healthy one. That they're going to be okay because they're mature enough, emotionally mature enough to sit down and have conversations and redefine the relationship at various points in life. So, and I'm not even suggesting that just once is going to do it. You, I mean, take, really, we should be doing this as we go along. Which I, we we don't. I, most people don't. The truth is that most people don't look at d- as deeply at things. As I do. And I understand this. Whenever I talk to new people, they're like, wow, you're really deep. (laughs) And to me, it doesn't feel deep. It's just me. It's just the way I think and the way I operate. And I really do operate at an emotional and mental level in life. It just is. It's what I care about. I mean, I care about physical too, you know, um, exercising, working out and practicing self-care and trying to eat healthy and minimize the alcohol intake and and find balance in my life but then emotional mental health and really going deep is something that i do and it's not something really that my husband does or a lot of people that i know they don't um they don't really want to go down that route so then what do you do how do you handle that well i find other people that want to talk to me about that stuff I find other connections, like-minded people who care about the same thing that I do, coaches. But I also know that one of my number one commitments is my husband and my marriage. We don't have to get everything from one person. We don't, so if you're like I am, I didn't get married till almost 40. So then I was like, okay, this is so fun. I have a house and I get to pick up the kids for rides and, and play mom, you know, they have a very active mom growing up so I say playing mom because I was a stepmom and I did have a parental role, but it certainly wasn't anything like a, a mom role, but I bring it up because it was really fun for a while and it was fulfilling and I enjoyed it, but I'm 60 now and I just feel differently. I want different things. I want adventures, so I am preparing for, I think I talked about it on here before, but I'm preparing a cross-country adventure with my dogs, Ginger and Basil, when it's time to go out to California. And I decided um, the route that I'm going to go is through Arkansas to see my sister Peggy and her family and then go south. And I've always wanted to go on the Gulf Coast Highway and then go up through um, Santa Fe because I want to go there. And whenever I tell anyone that they're like, well, that's not even close to going to California. And I'm like, that's the point. It's an adventure. I'm go, I'm really pushing myself majorly out of my comfort zone planning this trip and going by myself. It. I'm going to be a different person when I arrive there. And it is going to be really uncomfortable at times. Probably boring and monotonous. My back's probably going to hurt sometimes. Who knows how the dogs are going to be in the car. But I'm totally trusting 100% that I should be doing it. So I'm doing it. Now, Is Bob excited about it or on board with it? No, not really. But my energy is such about this and I am so committed to doing it and making my needs a priority that he he can't stop me. When you really are solid in what you want to do and your energy comes across like that, and you know if you are or not because you can feel it in your body. Because sometimes you might say you're going to do something, but there's these little twinges of how you could maybe be talked out of it. Or, you know, you just don't really feel it from head to toe. When I feel it head to toe and I'm not getting nervous about it anymore because I know I'm doing it no matter what, then that's when I know it's really going to happen. And then when I get like that, there's no way it's not going to happen. And, and it doesn't matter what I say or how I say it because the energy is what determines that that person's going to receive what I'm saying. That they're going to accept it because it's non-negotiable. And it's going to happen. So for me, retirement for Bob is going to include me having time to myself. It's going to be me having adventures on my own and doing things with other coaches and going to retreats and doing really cool stuff like that. But also doing cool stuff with him too. So finding the balance of both. And then that gives Bob the opportunity to create his own retirement. And what he wants to do and to play with that a little bit so uh, the reason why i called the episode is holding space for ourselves as we age is because when we decide that we are going to do something when we get older like retirement there's what we call and i've referred to this before on the podcast um heather putt is, is the one who taught me the term a liminal space and that liminal space is where we start out and we come up with the idea of what we want and then getting through that liminal space to the other side of it. The liminal space can be really uncomfortable and messy and in like not a place that we really wanna be for a long time. But in fact, sometimes people stay there for a very long time. That's not gonna happen with us because we are we're moving forward with our plans, we're talking about it, we're discussing all the possibilities, we're keeping an open mind, We're creating more time for Bob to spend with his girls alone and to enjoy their company and create special memories while I go and create my own special memories with my friends and with with myself and in my business. Just because something isn't how you thought it was going to be doesn't mean that it's not still amazing. In fact, often it's better. We don't realize that though because we we think that we want something we think we know what we need that's going to make us happy but the truth is the universe always knows better than we do so if we are receiving something and something is the way it is in front of us it is a gift and it's the next step to how to get to the next step that's how it always works so i just trust my intuition and i know if i should do something or not i listen to my splenic authority And I know if something's unsafe or not. And for those two reasons right there, I know I can manage myself going across country. But you should see, like when I tell people that I'm going to do this trip, they're like, oh, that's dangerous. That's like, you know, and I'm just like, I'm not like hiking the Pacific Crest Trail at nighttime by myself with the dogs. I'm going to be in a car. I have a cell phone. I have money, credit cards. You know, it's it's like it's funny how how people perceive women as they get older and that we're not capable of doing things by ourselves, or that it's somehow unsafe if we do. I have my intuition and I have my spleen guiding me and I trust them 100 percent, 100 percent all the time. It's a, that's the only reason why I'm able to do this, why I'm able to do any of this, because I could just make decisions and do it, and I don't really care what other people think about my decisions. I mean, I care, but not as much as I care about what I think of my decisions and making sure that my needs get met. I spent a great deal of my 40s and 50s taking care of other people, making sure that they got what they needed, stressing over the silliest, most superficial things. I just, no, no words for the amount of time that I spent worrying about things that I didn't need to be worrying about and feeling so much resentment and thinking it was always because of other people. Hence why 60s is going to be my best decade ever because those days are behind me. Not that I can't get triggered and go back into it, but I don't have plans for that. I'm making, I'm making this year one of the best years of my life. And I, I'm going to challenge you and encourage you to make this year the best year of your life. And what do you have to do to make that happen? What is something that you've been doing for years that makes you unhappy or that you don't like or that brings you down? Or how are you trying to stay small so that people don't notice you or pay attention to you or you don't have to worry about being rejected by them or criticized by them or you know all the things that come up when you're putting yourself out there, you don't feel good enough, you don't feel professional enough, you don't feel like you're qualified to be talking on that subject. It's like blah, 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 blah. <laughs> all the brain BS. It all comes out. The bigger you get, the more you make yourself be seen, the more feedback you get, the more comments. Um, but I will say it. it's really it's fun it's really fun to be excited about turning 60. I wasn't like 10 years ago I started saying I was turning 50 six months before I did because I was literally having that such a hard time accepting that age and thinking I was so old and I was so aware of my physical appearance and when I when I think about that now and the fact that I'm so excited not only about just being alive, but I'm using 60 as a catalyst to just create so many fun adventures and meaningful connections with other people. Like it really, really, truly does not get better than where I'm at right now, this space that I'm in of excitement and joy, um, motivation, inspiration, Um, ready to make money, ready to make contributions with that money, ready to just raise the vibration of the planet all the way around. So in conclusion, we need to hold space for ourselves as we age. Turning 60 is something to celebrate, not something to dread. Retirement is really just the next phase, I think. It seems like most people... Are doing something different when they retire. But I'm going to suggest to the audience and those of you who aren't retired yet that maybe you start considering what your options are and really thinking about some of the things that you've always wanted to do. And kind of like I've always thought that I wanted a community and a place for people to go to connect. And then I thought, okay, I thought it was going to be in person, but maybe it's online because I started this online coaching. Business And then I had a community for a while, but I actually think that it's supposed to have a space in Santa Barbara that is going to be a community place where people come together to work on living consciously and to connect with each other and to um, have like really meaningful conversations and heal and do different modalities like energy healing, Reiki, uh, Qigong, all, all the fun stuff. So why not just think big and really go for it and in the process of doing that, take care of your needs, but also remember to take care of your partner's needs. We're not you, it's not you or me or you versus me, it's us. If you recall, that's one of my favorite books by Terrence Reel. I highly recommend it if you haven't read it and you're interested in reading a good book on relationships. It's us mentality, so it's figuring out a way to balance your needs with the needs of someone else. For a long time I didn't worry about my needs and then I got pretty gun-ho and a little bit harsh to get my needs met and now as I go into my 60s I wanna soften up a little bit and I wanna make sure that I take care of both our needs, both my husband's needs and my needs and that we do it together and that we really enjoy aging with one another and creating lots of great memories and lots of great relationships moving forward. So I hope you learned something valuable here today. I will see you in the next episode. Thanks for being here and learning about Brain BS. I hope you enjoyed listening to the episode as much as I enjoyed creating it for you. If you did, please take a little time to do a quick review. Give me five stars and share it with everyone you know. If you're actually interested in being on the podcast yourself or have questions about it, you can find me in the Brain BS Podcast Community on Facebook. See you next time.